0: Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh-uh.
1: Oh. Shot, shot three. Shot three.
0: See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. It was gonna... a little rough. Don't you do it.
1: My mouth is watering. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs>
0: Hello, welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess.
1: I am Jake, and tonight we had different shots. We'll get into the reason why, but I took shots of the manliest of drinks. It was really old aged whiskey, just glorious. Mm, spiced? It, it, you could say it was spiced.
0: I will say it.
1: <laughs> okay, it was Fireball. <laughs> It was not only was a fireball, but it was fireball that I chilled in the freezer.
0: (laughs) Well, not only was it fireball that you chilled in the freezer, it was fireball that wasn't in a shot glass. It was in a travel sized bottle.
1: (laughs) Yes, they were. It was three little travel sized shots.
0: No, those are not shots. I mean, we did the math before we started recording. You probably did like five or six shots just now.
1: Logistically, according to, you know, math. Math. It would be about five shots. Yeah,
0: right, right. <clears throat> well, uh, I took shots of Hemador, the classic. classic, a classic. Yes. In our look in our host. You can't see it very well on my terrible camera. Your camera is wonderful, by the way. Compliments to Thank your you. your credit card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a this is <clears throat> this camera will cost me monthly, <laughs> but it didn't cost me up front.
0: Yeah, compliments to you know your financing.
1: Thanks, Citibank. <laughs> I <I'm
0: laughs> couldn't using, have
1: done it without you.
0: I'm using this Jose Cuervo glass. You remember those, of course. I do. We love them. We do. Did some yep. Cuervo with some lime juice, and by that I mean actual lime wedges and that.
1: actual lime.
0: Right. That's about um,
1: it. Was your lime cut properly or poorly?
0: That's irrelevant. Okay. And you'll never know
1: because you're not here. Oh, I won't know. No. I won't know.
0: You wouldn't we'll know. We'll get
1: into that after we talk about our drinks. I'm sipping on some, some Cayman Jack Moscow Mule.
0: Cayman Jack. What is Cayman Jack again?
1: Um, so, you know, the the cans that have, you know, like, like seltzers, like White Claws and Trulys. The so tall, same tall can, ones. Yes, the tall can. Uh, same can, except this Cayman Jack are mixed <clears throat> cocktails
0: now forgive me actually there is it came in jack or is it cayman jack
1: so uh, personally I've, I've never you know came i i i haven't came in jack
0: you never came in jack?
1: personally no but these are cayman as in uh like i mean i don't even know how what is it what does cayman rhyme with <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs>
0: I I mean, I don't know that you need to rhyme it with with anything. (laughs) Did the microphone pick that up? Did you hear that?
1: I heard some squeak.
0: The puppy just got spanked by Terry. (laughs) 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 Hold on. Give me just one second. I'm going to mute the mic. (laughs) We're back now. We are puppy sitting for a friend who's going to be gone for a couple of weeks, and he needed a little spank because he was chewing on a shoe.
1: Oh, whose shoe? Ryan's. <laughs> That's even funnier.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess he was not only chewing on the shoe, he got told to stop, and he paused for a second, made eye contact with Terry before continuing to chew.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he got a, little, got a little pop on the butt for that, you know?
1: It happens.
0: Anyway, where were we?
1: So I said that I was drinking the the Cayman Jack and you said that you were drinking.
0: I am drinking a gin and tonic made with our Dirk's gin, which is a Tyler um, originating gin, we'll say. We have a winery here in Tyler that I don't remember the name of. Keepersall. Keepersall. So I'm drinking. I, I had already said a gin and tonic. And I believe, Um, oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say the the next thing we need to talk about was how I may sound different in this recording than previous recordings. And that would be because I am not in the studio.
0: Where are you?
1: I am in Lubbock, Texas. None of you have heard of it. It's because it is a dirt town. (laughs) Now it happens to be pretty a large, a pretty large dirt town. (laughs) Well, but if town nonetheless,
0: anyone has if anyone has that is listening has ever heard or applied to Texas Tech, then you know that that is where Texas Tech is
1: located. It is. Uh, we're visiting my fiance's father and his family. And so we're hanging out here Well, she's hanging out there. I'm in our hotel room <laughs> recording this podcast. But the topic for tonight. Yeah. Is finger. And now... Do you mean... That fing- may sound weird. I'm sorry.
0: You said finger. Do you mean fingered? Nope. No. Okay.
1: No. No, not fingered. Finger. In other... it is That is slang for uh, snitch or rat. You know, like someone who... Oh, uh, he fingered me. You know? He fingered me in the alley.
0: <laughs> um, okay. I'm a little <laughs> unclear still. You said fingered me in the alley. Do you mean took physically a finger and pointed at me like I pointed you out he's the guilty party that person over there as I pointed at me right
1: yes fingered me fingered me hard just no warning either whoa but anyway yeah we're talking about snitches we're talking about rats we're talking about people who were snitched on people who do the snitching
0: turncoat anything
1: oh turncoat that's a good one
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah that's what we're talking about I'm pretty excited about it
0: yes that is the subject so, Jacob, 10 words or less. How are you doing?
1: Recently bought the new iPhone. Gonna take some ass pics.
0: Interesting. With this new, yes. very high quality camera.
1: Very high quality. It's insane. And ass pics, yes. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, you're going to take pictures of your ass. Like, yeah, of course. But mostly I'm in my fiance's ass.
0: You're going to take pictures of your own ass?
1: you don't don't.
0: No, I do but like what's great for me is that the potato quality of all my cameras they don't pick up the hair
1: oh no this is full 4k hd coming in to Danny's phone
0: you see every single follicle
1: every follicle (laughs) every little every little stretch mark
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually am jealous I have wanted the iPhone 13 for a really long time Terry and I discussed it a little bit we were talking about upgrading, both of us, upgrading our phones with Mint Mobile. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's I have. Right. It's, you know, sponsored at least and owned, I believe, by Ryan Reynolds.
1: He did purchase it, yes.
0: <laughs> um, the Three Shots In official Instagram account, by the way, follows the Ryan Reynolds Instagram account, where he talks about Mint Mobile very often.
1: As and we do follow him on I believe his name is Van City Reynolds. Yes, and I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> but
0: i I love him. I think he's fantastic. And so we follow his account, and Terry and I are going to make the switch very officially from our current provider to Mint Mobile. very excited about it. And uh, when we do, I want to have a much better phone with a much better camera because I'm not looking so great on this one.
1: I mean it's kind of hard to tell because it's so blurry but jessica yes (laughs) how about you how about you tell me uh how how have you been 10 words or less
0: okay um puppy sitting a wiener dog named arlo left over leftover chinese food in the fridge i took an extra three words there
1: that was 13 words. You are a cheat.
0: I know. I, I apologize for that. But we are puppy sitting and we do have leftover Chinese. And I'm excited about both of those, to be honest.
1: I was excited when you said leftover Chinese food.
0: <laughs> do you not have great food in Lubbock, Texas?
1: I mean, we well, we got a Denny's.
0: So the answer is yes.
1: Oh, very clearly, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm not at the house i'm not in the studio i cannot spin the wheel therefore it must be you
0: it must be and i can and will here we go sorry i reached for it and missed i'll have to reach for it again and try again here we go
1: all right well jessica we landed on what celebrity would you want to visit disney world with
0: a celebrity you can pick
1: one celebrity to go to disney world and you guys you you go on every ride together right you're eating funnel cake and just everything everything is you and this celebrity
0: i'm not gonna lie who is it i'm not gonna lie to you my instinct is john goodman because i feel feel like like your
1: instinct is always john goodman
0: right i know that and that's why i'm gonna name one other person but to be honest like Ask yourself, honestly, wouldn't you enjoy that with John Goodman? I would. Yeah. Um, I will also say Michael Caine.
1: Mm, That's a good one.
0: He would be very polite and we would have a wonderful time. I feel like he'd be one of those like Disney World buddies. I've never been to Disney World, but I feel like if I were to wait in line and be like, you know, oh, my God, Michael Caine, I'm going to be in this line waiting for the monorail or the Florida version of it because I've never been there. I'm going to be on this in this line for 45 minutes. I really want to write it, though. He'd be like, OK, no problem. I'll go get you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sounding a little Australian.
1: He <laughs> did. He did, did. What I mean to say, there.
0: what I mean to say is that he would offer to go get me, like get us a couple of like cotton candies or churros. You know what I mean?
1: I think going on rides you're gonna need someone a little more adventurous
0: okay who
1: but equally classy very well danny devito mm. yes now i'm thinking specifically the danny devito from always sunny in philadelphia
0: the character
1: yes where okay. you know he's either drunk or high and just talking about magnum dongs and and banging whores <laughs>
0: Right, the perfect Disney guest.
1: It would be so much fun. We'd get kicked out, but how long?
0: How long would how it? How long would it take? <laughs> I mean, if that's the Devito you're going with, probably not that long.
1: <laughs> oh, there you have it. You have Michael Caine and Danny DeVito. <laughs> there are many celebrities that I think I would enjoy yes. going to Disney World with. Oh yes. But the reason why I can't go into that. It's because I got to go into my story. Okay. If you were earlier on, I said, don't talk about Whitey Bulger. So real name, James. James Bulger was born in Massachusetts in 1929. Uh, he was born to Catholic, Irish-American parents. By the age of 14, Bulger began his criminal career by stealing. He got arrested for it. And he would go on, while he was still a minor, to be arrested for larceny, forgery, assault and battery, and armed robbery. That's not, right.
0: Not bad. I mean, yes, bad, <laughs> but like impressive for still being a minor. Impressive and, in a bad way. In a bad way, it's impressive. Go on.
1: Uh, he served most of his time between fourteen and eighteen in in juvie, right in juvenile hall. Uh, but once he got out, he. Decided to change his life, and he enlisted in the United States Air Force. Okay. Right? And he's changing his life for the better, you know? And during his service, uh, Bolger served time in the military jail for assault.
0: Interesting. The brig.
1: The brig, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then later on, he was arrested for going AWOL. Oh, no. So just because he changed his, you know, career, he did not change his personality. Uh, but regardless of that, in 1952, Bolger was actually honorably discharged from the Air Force. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck that happened.
0: Yeah, no, neither do I. Because my understanding of the military is that all you have to do is, like, smoke a little weed. And then you're out dishonorably.
1: Yeah, you piss on the wrong building. Out. Piss. But... Uh, Times were different, apparently, back in 1952. Sure. Even though he served time in the brig and was arrested for going AWOL, he was still honorably discharged. That's good. So after he uh, got out of the Air Force, after he was discharged, he went to Boston, where he immediately jumped back into crime. Right. No shocker there. Uh, He took part in many bank robberies. That was kind of his niche at the time from rhode island to indiana so he's he's got a good little spread up in new england okay uh eventually though he was arrested and he was sentenced to 25 years in prison
0: that is and this is in it is this is in
1: 1956 um though he did get pretty lucky he only had to serve nine years
0: i'm sorry nine years out of a 25 year sentence
1: yes he served nine why? Times were different, Jessica. I don't know.
0: Did he have sex with somebody?
1: Maybe he was just an outstanding um, prisoner. Okay. Um But fun fact, during his nine years, he actually served three of them in Alcatraz.
0: Ooh, uh, that is fun.
1: That's because apparently when he was in Atlanta, he was in a prison in, in Atlanta, and he had apparently... Tried or had plans to escape, and so they sent him to Alcatraz. Which even if you escape, you're going to drown. though
0: so. or get eaten by a shark.
1: Yeah. So they they just don't care about escapees, really. Right. Um. But once Boulder was out of prison, he again went back to Boston, and and again he he went back into crime. Uh, he worked as an enforcer for Donald Killeen.
0: Okay. I don't know who the
1: name. Is. It, it might not ring a bell. He was um, you know, a hot shot criminal in the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Um, but in 1972, Colleen was shot and killed. Oh. So, Bulger had to fucking scram, and he joined the Winter Hill Gang.
0: Ooh, that's a cool name.
1: Right? Winter Hill Gang. So, he very quickly, Bulger began rising the ranks in the Winter Hill Gang and he proved to be a ruthless mobster and many, many, many hits were ordered under his orders allegedly, of course. Of course. Of course. We're not accusing him of anything. We're just saying allegedly he he called many hits on his rivals. Uh, By 1979, Bulger became a prominent figure in Boston's crime world. Everyone knew his name okay and for some reason they called him whitey is
0: it like white
1: with a y yd
0: sure is it because he was very pale
1: maybe maybe he's a pretty pale guy he actually was i saw a picture of him he's pretty pale
0: okay i mean you said his nationality was like
1: irish american
0: probably then
1: yeah i would assume and uh this is 1979 again remember um howie winter uh he was the boss of the winter hill gang And he was arrested, and he was sent to prison. And Bulger managed to seize control over the Winter Hill Gang and became the new boss, new hotshot, new big man.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Over the next 16 years, Bulger controlled a large portion of Boston's drug dealing, bookmaking, and loan shark operations. Basically, he's a big hotshot in Boston's racketeering ring. Right. But he had a really big, deep, dark secret.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So remember, in 1979 is when he became the boss of the Winter Hill Gang. Mm -hmm. But in 1975, Bulger became an FBI informant.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: He's the stitch. He's the rat.
0: And he's the boss.
1: And he's the boss. That's correct. Uh, He had connections. His brother was in the Massachusetts State Senate. Uh, He had many friends on the Boston Police Force. He was very, very, very well connected and managed to score himself an informant deal with the FBI rather than being fucking indicted. Yikes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't mean that to sound like it's not a good thing. I don't want people to commit crimes. But at the same time, you took up the responsibility of... Being a boss of all these people.
1: <laughs> now, he wasn't necessarily a rat, and we'll get in as to why. Okay. Uh, because of his dealings with the FBI, Bulger helped bring down the Patriarchas.
0: His right. notorious
1: crime family and mob in Providence, Rhode Island. So he, he helped bring them down. And during their fall, the Patriarchas, that is, Bulger took the initiative and he built an even more powerful and possibly even more violent crime network.
0: While be, yes. being an informant for the FBI?
1: Oh, he wasn't an informant because he wanted to help the FBI. He was helping himself. He was getting rid of competition. He
0: was just removing his <laughs> rivals, essentially. Yes. <laughs> That's genius.
1: Far easier for them to be arrested than for him to having to pay someone to kill them. <laughs> Cheaper too. Right. <laughs> So uh, Bulger decided in 1990, so about 15 years after he became an FBI informant that he would end his arrangement with the FBI. They didn't care. They arrested so many people, they let him go. But in 1994, the DEA, the Massachusetts State Police and the Boston Police Department launched an investigation into Bulger's gambling operations. And he was to be indicted come 1995. Now, before he could actually be indicted, Bulger's former FBI handler, John Connolly, allegedly tipped Bulger off to the operation, allowing Bulger to flee before his indictment. Wow. Now, I know what you're thinking, like, oh, John Connolly, like the FBI agent tipped him off. John Connolly's in prison right now, so we're not shocked.
0: No, that just sounds like a big fucking mess.
1: I would imagine that's why the, whoever is in charge of the FBI resigns like every two or three years, <laughs> because of because of reasons like this.
0: You're right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, go on.
1: Uh, so obviously he fled, and in 1999, Bulger notoriously became number two on the FBI's most wanted list, just below Osama bin Laden. Oh my God.
0: That is an impressive achievement.
1: Um, I I had to put it in. Not a great right. one, um, but
0: it is impressive.
1: It is very impressive. The <laughs> FBI really wanted this guy. He made, a, he made a fool of them for decades and managed to escape them. Uh, and so from 1995 is when he, or 1994, I guess, is when he began his run. He left, bled, right? Yes. And... This is in 1999, when he became number two on the FDI's most wanted list. There was also a million dollar reward that would be provided if they received information that would lead to his arrest. So all in all, it's not looking good for Mr. Boulder, but things were fine, really, for about 16 years. And then wow. in June of 2011, Bulger was caught and arrested in Santa Monica, California, after someone Fingered him. <laughs> Thought I'd bring that back. So they they called them a tipster. But it's a snitch. He he saw the 81-year-old now, mind you, living as a retiree in a rent-controlled apartment building in Santa Monica. Okay. Yeah. But 16 years, that's a pretty good run, honestly. Well, yeah.
0: Under second, only to us Os- Osama bin Laden.
1: Only to Osama
0: at least publicly and that's pretty impressive mm mm-hmm. mhm that's that's something i would be worried about
1: i mean worried is an understatement <laughs> i don't know how the fuck he made it f- 16 years
0: just cruising around santa monica walking along the pier before somebody's I mean, like he, hey you, you know he he chose me.
1: he chose southern california for a reason okay the people are just dumb and don't watch the news i am a southern californian myself
0: right you and i both and are
1: I, never watched the news. After he was arrested, he was obviously taken for trial, and he faced a 33-count indictment, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which included money laundering, extortion, drug dealing, corrupting FBI and other law enforcement officials, and participating in 19 murders.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, on top of all of that, he was also charged with federal racketeering for running a criminal enterprise between 1972 and the year 2000. Wow. That is a 28-year racketeering op.
0: And he got so, caught because of a well, In
1: 2013, he was found guilty of 31 of the 33 counts. And he was sentenced to two life sentences plus five years in prison. Yeah. I don't don't understand our legal system, but I'm sure that made sense to some people.
0: I'm sure it did.
1: So during his trial, though, Bulger's team pushed, and I mean pushed hard, they pushed heavily, that he was never an FBI informant. They argued that all 700 plus pages of his FBI file were fabricated and were false.
0: Whoa. (laughs) Yes. that's pretty heavy.
1: That is a, that's a thick file. They called it eight inches of file.
0: Big, if true.
1: That seems like a lot of work to go through to, to pin this guy for being a rat. Right. But you know, Bulger, he did service time in the in a Florida prison. I forget what the city was. Uh, until eventually, in 2018, he was transferred to a prison in West Virginia. Okay. I know what you're thinking, West Virginia, what the fuck does that mean for me? West Virginia is a lot closer to New England than Florida is.
0: Why is that and, significant?
1: We'll get there in a second. Okay. But Bulger, at this point in 2018, is now 89 years old. He's an old man
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's sick, he's sickly. He needs a wheelchair. Yes. To operate. Okay. And when he arrived in his new prison, Less than 12 hours, he was found beaten to death and gruesomely beaten to death. Uh, they believe it was multiple inmates that used socks that were stuffed with padlocks, Oof. as well as shivs. Wow. The socks weren't stuffed with shivs. They used shivs in addition. Mm-hmm. Um, Bulger was described as, quote, unrecognizable with eyes nearly gouged out And his tongue nearly cut off.
0: Wow. That is a gruesome end.
1: It's pretty brutal.
0: That is fucking brutal as hell.
1: And today, this is 2021, I just read the the most recent article about this. Nobody has been charged with Bulger's murder.
0: They have no idea who did that to him?
1: Nope. They placed three people in solitary confinement. Okay. Because they thought that it was them, but in 2020 two of them were actually released from solitary confinement and one was left but still no one has been charged wow yeah um but people question just how was Bolger placed in a cell with three people two of which were former boston mobsters and another one was a violent criminal serving a life sentence so one of them has nothing to lose two of them hate him for being a rat
0: I imagine
1: so I would imagine that charging one of them for murder is difficult because it looks like it was all of them but it could have easily been one of them who knows
0: who even knows wow and
1: yeah but I thought that was funny that he was transferred and was murdered like same day same day was murdered
0: yeah that's uh that is terrible bitter irony
1: which you irony for sure you
0: and I tend to appreciate
1: i love it i love it mm-hmm. um so the reason why i thought maybe you would have known who this was is because whitey Boulders is a pretty pretty common name when you get into like italian mob type of shit
0: which i don't but
1: also I, I know you don't but i love that so i thought maybe you did um but also because he was portrayed by johnny depp in the movie black mass
0: which i have never seen
1: oh it's a pretty fun movie is I mean, it? I just spoiled the entire thing for you, but it's fun.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, if yeah. I ever come across it, I will watch it um, because I don't care about spoilers. We live in a, a society of people who are big babies and care a lot about spoilers.
1: They're big babies who care a lot about a lot of things. Yes. Yes. But you know what I care about?
0: What do you care about, Jake?
1: I care about the break.
0: I also care I have about to, that.
1: I have to pee. I'm pretty sure I got some snacks
0: right, right over there right. that I, I- want to eat. Okay, well, let's go on break, and we'll see you afterwards.
1: Do you remember while we were taking shots, I told you, like, how really sick I felt? Yes. So there's a reason, and there's a reason why those three to five shots of fireball fucking almost killed me.
0: (laughs) You looked very miserable.
1: Oh, I was. I was very miserable. So we're staying at the Quality Inn in Lubbock, Texas. Go on. All right. Not the most reputable hotel, but a nice one nonetheless. Okay. All right. And they have a free breakfast in the morning between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m.,
0: Bagels and cereal, I expect.
1: Bagels and cereal is exactly what I expected. Maybe a waffle. Uh, and I went downstairs to the, you know, like breakfast area and was excited by what I saw. Not only did I see bagels and toast and cereal and oatmeal and waffles, but also what appeared to be homemade biscuits and gravy.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> They had a crock
1: pot on the counter with with gravy (laughs) and they had a thing with like fresh, fresh biscuits. Uh And so so I went to town and I ate three biscuits just utterly smothered in gravy. And man, that shit rocked me. (laughs) Hard. I have been feeling fucking terrible the entire day. (laughs) but they were so good
0: (laughs) you ate questionable gravy
1: (laughs) i did i ate questionable gravy with like bits of what i could imagine were sausage there's no way it actually was
0: (laughs) questionable continental breakfast gravy
1: yeah i knew i should have taken the waffle because as soon as i walked into that place the dude came out of the kitchen and was like hey man do you like do you want me to make you a waffle And I was like, oh, you know, what? no, dude, like, I'm good, because I didn't want him to have to, like, stop what he was doing to make me a waffle. You know, it was like 10. It was like 940. So, like, they're about to clean that shit up. I I imagined he already cleaned the waffle makers.
0: You know, breakfast is almost
1: over. So not only did I eat questionable biscuits and gravy, but I ate questionable three, almost four hour old biscuits and gravy.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's bravery. I didn't even know you had.
1: Well, I had it and it was it was it was a great decision for like 30 to 45 minutes.
0: And since then, you've been feeling gross.
1: Oh, I've been feeling horrible, <laughs> horrible. Like, thank God we're in a hotel and not my own apartment.
0: <laughs> because you're wrecking the toilet, I assume.
1: Utterly destroying it. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right.
1: So, you know, pro tip when you're staying at the quality Inn. Maybe don't eat the crock pot gravy.
0: Maybe don't. Maybe decide, you know, use your better judgment. Where did this crock pot come from? Who owns it? Just let that marry A
1: a sadist, honestly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Jacob. What's up? I'm finishing up my notes for this episode, as we do, you know?
1: We? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and uh, just, you know, while we've got it going, do you remember when Mom was here, I talked about the Maguads in the Philippines?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? In, uh, what was the city?
0: Bogantapay. Something yeah. Bogantapay. My memory on it, not so great. But... I did find a Reddit thread about it. And in that Reddit thread were photos of the crime scene. Oh. It was a very brutal murder. And go ahead and visit our Gmail real quick. If you could. Oh, no.
1: Oh, I, no. I sent okay.
0: our Gmail the link, our fan mail at threeshotsin.com, the link, so you can take a look at it. Let me know what you think.
1: Okay. Here we go. We're in Three Shots In. Oh, there it is. Mogwad Photos. Click. Mature, 18. You must view in the app. Uh huh. I don't have the app. Oh, no. Okay. We're downloading Reddit as we speak. Hey, can you still see me? No. Okay. That's good to know because I just had to look retarded in order to get my face ID to work. All right, I'm in. The app is open. Oh, it's a sideways app. Okay. Allow Google. Okay. I have to update my settings. (laughs) Okay, I'm in. Continue. Let's see. Looking a little blurry. Oh, Jesus. H. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm still scrolling.
0: Isn't that fucking rough?
1: Oh, is there only the one picture?
0: There should be two, but I'm not certain.
1: I don't know how to use Reddit that well. Oh, there's four pictures.
0: Two of them should be nice ones. Oh, of them as a happy family. But the other uh-huh. two are the the victims at the crime scene. Yeah,
1: Jesus Christ. She stabbed them in the face.
0: Yes. Like, I don't know that I expressed how brutal exactly that murder was the last episode.
1: God damn, you did clearly did not because, oh my God, I see minimum five stab wounds on the guy and what? what must be at least 20 or 30 on the woman.
0: Mm hmm. On Crizzle Gwynn and yeah. Crizzle Louise, you have their oof,
1: man. Oh my man. God, my God.
0: Facial stab That was wounds.
1: disgusting.
0: I don't know. Maybe everything the press is saying about her is true. And she's a crazy sociopath who murdered her two siblings in this like incredibly charitable and sweet and selfless kind of family. But if that's the case, this, this is different. There's a lot of hate wrapped up in that man. Oh man. Yeah. Very, very. So warning to you guys listening, very graphic images, But if you are curious, you can go to I think you can honestly type in Mogwad Siblings Reddit and it'll take you to r slash ibleck, meaning meaning things that are uh, very difficult to see. And this is not safe for work content. So tread carefully, folks.
1: speaking of not safe for work content yes now that i downloaded the reddit app uh luke actually sent me something that i clicked the link and it said that i was mature content i had to have the app and i was driving so i didn't <laughs> oh my god jessica you'll never believe what he sent me
0: is it nipple porn no oh it's
1: rasputin's it? penis kept in oh, formaldehyde
0: shut up i want to see it
1: it's m- so massive.
0: 11 inches apparently which is not the world record just so you know
1: jessica it's so thick (laughs) oh my god oh my god okay
0: send me the link
1: i'm i i'm sending it let me let me get back to
0: oh my god that's a penis How big were the balls attached to this thing you know what i'm saying
1: oh my god they must have been like two sets of a set of fucking softballs
0: that's what i'm saying you know like double grapefruit just like dangling off the end of this like child's leg is what it looks like
1: good god
0: damn all right well happy hunting you guys <laughs> So we're back from the break now, <laughs> and I'm joined Thanks. by Terry and a little puppy that we are puppy sitting for our friend May. Hi, Mabel. Hi, May. So Jake had to skip off, you know, because he's visiting family in Lubbock. I guess they had bowling alley plans. Ah, uh, So can't skip bowling alley plans. Of course not. So he's having a grand old time, and I, <laughs> I called Terry in here to join me, and he was like, hey, yeah, no problem. I'll be there in a second, you know, just let me finish this up and I was like, "Okay, dope. I'll go lay down for 20 minutes."
2: I even came in. I was like, "Hey, you sure this is a good idea? Cuz I mean, you you've had stuff to drink. You you might just pass out." You're like, "No, it's fine. I'm getting up
0: right now." <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like So, so I'm thinking like 20-30 minutes tops. <laughs> Four hours later. (laughs) I know. It was one of those like accidental naps. Not even an accident. I felt straight violated when I woke up. (laughs) Like I didn't consent to this (laughs) long. Anyway, like I said, Terrence, my wonderful husband, is here. Yes. Looking sexily at me from across the table.
2: My head up. Do I look mysterious?
0: You look like a Sith. Sith Lord. (laughs) Good. Sexy in a Good. No, damn it. What happened to your voice?
2: I don't know. I can't make it low right now. Good. (laughs) Good. No, I can't do it.
0: You will pay for your lack of vision. No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sopping over here. (laughs) 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 Well, okay. Uh, Would you, since you're here, do you want to spin the wheel? Yes. All right. (laughs) All right. Jake's usually the one who does this, so... The wheel is more situated over where he would normally sit. So I have to kind of lean over to see what it landed on. If you were the big bad wolf, what grandma would you eat? Not in the sex way. In, oh. in the actual like cannibalism way. He was like,
2: Pfft. and then you're like, not in the sex way. I was like, oh. <laughs> I um. mean,
0: I guess that's up for interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> big bad wolf didn't eat out the grandma. He just <laughs> ate her. So uh, which grandma, which grandma are you eating? Swallowing whole is probably more accurate to the story.
2: This can be like an anybody thing?
0: Any grandma, yep. Any grandma. I'm trying to think of an old lady I hate. Hmm. Maybe I'll just think of someone I don't like and I'll just swallow like their mom or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nicolas Cage's mom. (laughs) She definitely is a grandma. I would eat her.
2: (laughs) It still cracks me up. I was thinking of it earlier, how you were saying Nicolas Cage uh, turned down a spot for Lord of the
0: Rings. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Don't do it again.
2: You shall not pass.
0: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> no, uh, I don't want to think about that. God, what? Frodo, real- <laughs>
2: the ring is still in your pocket.
0: Stop. He wouldn't be Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the spot he turned down? Ew. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. <laughs> what if you was Gollum?
2: We wants it. We needs it.
0: Oh <laughs> so awful. <laughs>
2: we wants the Declaration of Independence.
0: Stop it. <laughs> anyway, what grandma are you eating? Fuck,
2: I don't know. That's such a weird question.
0: You can't think of someone you just like. Don't care for at all.
2: Yeah, but then it won't,
0: you know. Okay, what about Pete Davidson? Would you eat his mom?
2: Pete Davidson, help me.
0: It's the skinny, is that, that skinny guy on SNL you don't think is funny. He's got like oh. heavy circles around his eyes all the time, yeah, super pale.
2: Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Pete.
0: His mom or his grandma. Well, no, he doesn't have kids, so it's not a grandma. So <laughs> well, he guy. might have siblings who have kids is what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. I Maybe. knew Nicolas Cage had a kid, and that's why I, I ate his mom.
2: We'll just say his grandma. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just to fit that in. Just make his life unhappy. Like, mm-hmm. I ate your grandma. Now what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. So, <laughs> Nicolas Cage being on the Lord of the Rings cast kind of took that over, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, let's move into my story. So, you are unaware of what the topic was today. I was. The topic today was fingered. Who? And what I mean by that is not, like, fingered, and I'm demonstrating with two fingers... Right. What I mean is like you, he did it. You know what I mean? Like, ah,
2: like pointing the finger Like snitches. Ah, he was fingered for that hit
0: job. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So Jacob found a snitch that he discussed and I found one as well. Hmm. So my, my search was motivated by finding someone who was like an informant. Okay. But played the cops. When he was.
2: They fingered him for something. He became an informant, but then he used them to get a better deal for himself.
0: Something like that. Okay. That's what I wanted to find. I wanted to find someone who was like pretending to be a snitch Mm -hmm. and really they were something different. So I was like, you know, I wonder if I can find that. It actually took me. I did find one. (laughs) Scott Lee Kimball. Born September 21st, 1966. He was a con man, a fraudster, you nice. might say, from Boulder, Colorado. Boulder County, Colorado, whatever.
2: Well, I mean, you don't need to say much more. I know one person from Colorado, and she's They're a shyster. Straight
0: up crook, yeah. Horrid. Love you, Justine. <laughs> My sister. Um, So he had a very difficult, abusive childhood, not so great, Um. Pretty horrible, actually, but we won't get into detail on that because it's very complex and unpleasant. I'm going to move straight into the fingering. <laughs> so, uh, as he got older, he turned to non-violent crime, mostly fraud, and by the time he was 22, he was convicted of passing bad checks and his first felony in Montana. And in Colorado, he was known for, like, just straight up burglarizing houses uh, he'd also been charged with running an illegal hunting outfitting business.
2: That's kind of cool.
0: Is it? I don't know what hunting outfitting means. Like in my head, I'm thinking like like bear traps and. He's selling illegal bear traps. Well, I mean, in
2: some states, I'd think that like they're like,
0: oh, that's inhumane. It's you the know, wrong yeah. time yeah. of year. No, <laughs> who, yeah.
2: But like like oh, you know, you can't use a bear trap because something might like it, get its leg like caught in it and you suffer and me.
0: Oh, I see. You know what I'm
2: saying? Like oh, okay. he's getting you gear that's usually illegal for hunting.
0: Can you hear that squeaking in the background, guys? Is that adorable puppy? You know what? Yeah, he I'll hold him. Hold on. One second.
2: I'm not usually like like won over by stuff. A softy.
0: Like so an illegal hunting outfitting business. I can only guess what that means. Thank you for your assistance in that. Scott Kimball in 1993, married Larissa Hentz, and he moved with her to Spokane, Washington. They had two sons, they divorced four years later, and Larissa recalled that Scott, as they were, like, during their marriage, was running scams in the logging industry. So anyone who partnered with him was cheated, had to try to get their money back by legal means. It was very, very How do you scam in the logging business? I have no idea. Like, and why the jump? Why hunting, outfitting, and then logging? At
2: least from is Colorado. It, like, is it just
0: like more, it was more accessible in Spokane? Like they had a really big, like the logging game was big in Spokane at that time? Well, I time? think
2: there's like a lot of forests and stuff in Colorado, right?
0: Well, that, he's in Washington now.
2: Oh, he went to Washington and then started doing the logging thing. There's yeah. a shit ton of forest there. So maybe he was like, hey, yo, I got like stacks and stacks of logs. <laughs> just waiting for you to pick them up and I'll sell them at cost and they're like oh shit Right. and then they bought him, and he's like no logs pussies
0: <laughs> so scamming any anyone who partnered up with him in the logging industry hence said or Larissa said he always had an excuse it was never his fault and she claimed that he even scammed her dentists and bishops at her church <laughs> 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 their divorce was very ugly took a long time about two years oh, and you they know that he got a he got a fat settlement, though. Oh, they they battled over custody for their children. Messy business. Um, and in 2000, Scott was imprisoned for violating probation, off of another like fraud charge. You know, um, he applied for a work release about a year later, which was granted, and he immediately seized the opportunity to steal a truck. Of course. A, the till from a nearby gas station. <laughs> He visited, he stopped in uh, to visit ex-wife Larissa and she claimed he kidnapped and raped her before fleeing to Alaska, posing as his brother, where not long after that, he became engaged again and resumed committing check fraud.
2: Huh. Right.
0: Only to be arrested pretty soon after that and imprisoned once more. While in prison, this is when he convinces FBI that it would benefit them if he was their informant
2: he's only scammed people who is
0: <laughs> I feel like you're saying the writing on the wall yeah. um, well I did say I specifically look for someone like him so. <laughs> yeah. anyway uh, he began by revealing that a fellow inmate Arnold Flowers was plotting to have the federal judge a prosecutor and a witness who testified against him in his case killed through an undercover agent they were able to confirm that this was true They caught him planning it with his girlfriend over the phone. What was the
2: guy's name? Flowers? Arnold Flowers. That sounds... I don't know. Okay. Never mind. For some reason, I feel like that sounds really familiar. Maybe. Yeah. That's a really unique name. Arnold Flowers Flowers
0: in Alaska. Yeah. But be
2: careful, Mr. Flowers, I have you disappeared.
0: (laughs) Can you... Sir? No, he can't. nibbling my fingers. It's adorable, but very distracting. Anyway, we'll move on. (laughs) Uh, Arnold Flowers definitely plotting to kill his judge prosecutor and a witness and so they were like dope he is a good informant fantastic um eventually he was moved into a separate lower security prison for his safety (laughs) uh because he revealed to them that another fellow inmate claimed responsibility for the murder of another federal prosecutor and there was another who claimed to be planning to have the witnesses in his drug ring case murdered before the trial. They were like, oh no, the other one was true. We need to act now to keep this these things from happening and let's move him into this other prison and stuff. Does that sound too good to be true? That makes sense. Yes. Slowly but surely, Scott seemed less and less credible, and uh, I guess they assign FBI agents to certain informants. So whatever, whoever his handler was, essentially, he was getting the sense that he was becoming very not so relia- not reliable, not not quite reliable. Um, <laughs> so his informant status was ended. However, he could ow damn it
2: spank that little fucker.
0: No, no biting. No biting. So his informant status it was removed. Um, But lo and behold, Scott reached out to the FBI again with information about the disappearance of one Jennifer Markham, another potential witness in that murder drug ring case that he had talked to them about earlier. And this concerned the FBI because he seemed like such a fucking liar. So they had him take a lie detector test and he passed it.
2: Well, I mean, there's a reason why that shit was incredible in court.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in, in 2002, uh, Scott Kimball was released on bond from his uh, imprisonment from before. A lot of his former charges, including the kidnap and rape of his wife, were just kind of like swept under the rug because he'd helped them out informant wise. I guess that's how that works. God. I, don't, I don't know.
2: That, yeah. Usually it's like a plea deal kind oh, of thing. Oh, also, almost.
0: yeah, robbing the the gas station and stealing a truck and you know the rape of his ex-wife that kind of thing i thought those weren't things that would just disappear but i was you you would be wrong if you thought that because they did
2: well here's the thing i would think that all the other stuff but the rape would disappear right because like the other ones are like yeah you know that sucks petty crime but you you stole items you stole goods like you didn't inflict physical harm on somebody but mm-hmm. then there's that one where it's like
0: wow i mean ah.
2: how does that get taken away
0: Well, see, I think the reason it was a little gray for them is because you remember I I mentioned their divorce was really, really messy and they were fighting over custody for their kids. Mm -hmm. They couldn't prove that she was lying, but they could prove she wasn't credible because she accused him of rape then trying to get custody. Mm. She'd said he had raped her and yet they continued having consensual sex like they were still separated, but still like fooling around for like years
2: it's one of those. It's one of those. So they were like, ah. mm,
0: we, we don't know. Like we, it's, it's, it's not like a, your word against his type of thing, but we, ca- we can't prove that he actually did that. And you are still fucking him. Yeah. Like you seem to be fine with it now. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we can't tell if that's true. It seems like a domestic type thing, you know? So anyway, that kind of his charges from before, like I said, had disappeared. He's now a free man released on bond. Uh, Scott began to make money for himself by flipping houses. Oh no! He set up an organic beef distribution company <laughs> <laughs> uh, with 65000 hundred and fifth. I'm sorry, six sixty-five thousand dollars that his mother and brother had given him. A business enterprise that required him to frequently travel around the state to ranches and cattle auctions in order to buy product. During this time, the FBI also paid him. The first installment for his informant service, a total of $50,000, they gave him a cell phone with an earpiece for recording. Oh, yes. He was taken care of, taken good care of. During this time, investigators strongly suspect that Kimball was responsible for as many as 21 unsolved murders. Oh,
2: my God.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: So he's not
0: Surprise serial killer. (laughs)
2: Whoa.
0: Yeah. So eventually he confessed to four of them.
2: Turns out he killed the judge. (laughs) No! Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Three of those four occurred while he was officially an FBI informant.
2: Oh my God.
0: Two of them were the girlfriends of the inmates he turned in. One, you remember I I mentioned someone named Jennifer Markham. She disappeared because he murdered her. Oh my God. Right. (laughs) What? Mm hmm.
2: Uh, how the fuck did the snitches are on fucking lockdown how did he how did he manage that shit
0: i have no fucking clue because uh, i just gotta
2: take a piss <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah excuse dis- me oh, that's the
2: longest <laughs> piss i've ever heard i've ever seen like oh,
0: you've gone for a really long time bro so uh like i said two of them were the girlfriends of the inmates he turned in another was his own stepdaughter the sole male victim was an uncle of his he also allegedly attempted to murder his own son, but his son did not press charges against him. The body of his second victim, Jennifer Markham, who I mentioned, uh, her body was never found. He had, uh, confessed to murdering her, could not remember where he put her, and they still have not found her.
2: Ser- the whole thing with serial killers is that they're, they have like a specific MO, right? Like the, there's a certain way that they kill people?
0: I guess, but I they didn't really spell that out, so I don't know that he had one. He was just kind of... Murdering people. Huh. Yeah. So, I'm sure you've guessed this by now, but almost none of the information he gave the Bureau was of any use at all in prosecuting other crimes.
2: Wait, I thought the first one was. That was one. Oh, okay, okay. None of the other.
0: Yeah. It was that first one, and they, like, I don't know, salivated over that, so they were like, hell yeah. Rape? What rape? Tell us more. (laughs) You know? Uh and much of much of his information he fed them after that proved to actually be false, like just straight up a lie. Yeah. So obviously this this case greatly embarrassed the FBI, and the agent who oversaw him during this period was disciplined. He insists that he was not the only one responsible for enabling uh Scott Kimball. That's the end of the story.
2: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. What a fucking <laughs> What a useless bunch of fucking turds those FBI agents were. I how mean, the fuck is one of your confidential informants that you, I mean, apparently he's pretty damn important if they're willing to like move in prisons and like do all this bullshit. Right. And you lost track of him for long enough to be murdering people while under your watch. Like how? Mm-hmm. How?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. like mind
2: boggling. So go it. figure.
0: Like I hit the jackpot.
2: Yeah. It, it
0: like crazy yeah. like wild ride yeah but see story. i was
2: expecting like oh ha he stole a bunch of money from the fbi <laughs> not like oh mm, surprise he was actually mm, using murderer. his thing to be a serial killer <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah god well there you go i w- really wanted to tell jacob that story cuz i knew he'd get jealous Jacob loves finding surprise serial killers. (laughs) It's his favorite. (laughs) Secret killer. Secret Secret killer. killer. (laughs) Would you, do you want to spin the wheel or would you like me to this time? You do it this time. All
2: right. Use those pretty fingers.
0: Got to scoot on over there again to read it. We've got. It is
2: weird being in Jake's seat. This is Jake's seat. Jake, I'm keeping it warm for you. There you Mm -hmm. go, buddy.
0: You can steal one item in the world and you will never be caught. What is it?
2: Oh, fuck. One item.
0: I feel like yours would be some kind of historical artifact. Th-
2: that's exactly where I was, where I went. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of which one, though. And I'm not gonna be like, like the Mona Lisa. No, that's no.
0: I'm just gonna run. I think I've got a theme this episode. I'm just gonna steal something from Nick Cage.
2: <laughs> steal, steal one of his Oscars. Wait, has he got an Oscar? I have no
0: idea. I would go to his house and like, I don't know, spy for a while to figure out what was most valuable to him in there. And I would just steal it.
2: Watch him go, where is it? <laughs> where did I put that darn
0: thing? Yeah, that's what I would want.
2: You're so fucked up. Poor Nick Cage. I He's would, probably a really nice guy.
0: He probably is. And I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but, but you but hate him. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he just bothers me so much. And this movie that's coming out, that's just about him playing himself.
2: Oh, watching the preview for that was the funniest thing ever. It
0: looks terrible. (laughs) It looks like they took Nick Cage and dropped him in like a more recent Adam Sandler comedy. It looks Mm. that cheesy. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to it at all. And I have to watch it. I have to.
2: Thing I could steal. It definitely would be some kind of historical item.
0: Would it be an American one? History buff? Or would it be from some other place?
2: I feel like I'd want to keep it here, but at the same time
0: you wouldn't want to, uh, remember we went to that museum, excuse me, that museum in it was Missouri. It was the the museum that was linked to that. So my immediate thing, shop.
2: my immediate thing was like Jesse James's pistol. But then I was like, mm, no, that is dope as shit. I
0: know you though. I, I would put I it thought, in a fucking
2: box mm-hmm. and just hang it. And it's like, that's just James's pistol.
0: They had Teddy Roosevelt's like hunting rifle. Oh
2: yeah. They had a whole stuff. bunch of his stuff and a bunch of his taxidermy too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it that's that's cool as shit, but probably not. I I think hmm God, no, you know what? Jesse James's pistol's too fucking sick. I would steal the fuck out of that.
0: This episode is done. This episode's fucking
2: adjourned. Finished.
0: <laughs> all right. So if you enjoyed, visit three in dot com, which will connect you to all of our social medias. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on audia.io, dot io, which is a brand new website that doesn't have a lot going on right now, but take a look at it. We also have a Patreon where you can support us to keep this going and improve on it. And uh, we also have PayPal one-time donations set up on the website. So you can take a look at that. Leave us a little tip in our tip jar if you want. (laughs) We're on YouTube. We're on probably something else. I'm forgetting that nap really fucking rocked my brain. Uh, Join us next week. We put out our episodes every Monday. We've been sticking to that pretty well, except for last week when mom surprised us with a visit. And uh, I mean, did I cover everything? I think I've got everything. Jacob will, Jacob will be so proud of me. I did it all, all on my own. Usually I'm so forgetful, unless I am forgetting something, in, <laughs> in, in which case I'll be pretty pissed off. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining us. This has been Three Shots In, and we'll see you, or no, you'll hear us again next week. We'll
2: see. Uh, mm. <laughs>
0: Catch you then